When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Today, this team didn't flinch. Nothing was able to deny us. Pocket collapsing. He's going to be dumped. No, he's still up. And now he throws it downfield. Duvernay makes a catch. The way I put it down, they never put him down. The Bills came from 17 points down to beat the Baltimore Ravens. We needed a spark. You know, thought he could provide a spark for us. The only thing I'm thinking about is winning out there, and, uh, you know, that didn't happen. The Jets have won it. Packers 27-24 victory in overtime. And the Dallas Cowboys are 3-1. Touchdown, Kansas City. Mahomes, magic. And the Chiefs with an outstanding, exhilarating victory here in Tampa, Florida. Keyshawn, J. Willemax on ESPN Radio, on ESPNU, on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can download the podcast. You can listen on your smart speakers. You can get us on the ESPN app. It's probably already on your phone. If it's not downloaded, it takes two seconds. Go to the app. Click more on the lower right-hand corner. Scroll down to live radio. We're right there. You're not tethered to your car or your radio. You take us with you wherever you go. Listen live. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. This is Keyshawn J. Willemax coming to you live from the Seaport District of Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. Good morning, gentlemen. What What's do? happening there, Max and Jason? <laughs> What's had a, had a good weekend. Yeah, did you? I kind of. I mean, I lost to Harry Douglas on my bet with the, with the Mets and Got the Braves. Swept. Got swept. You don't have to say it like that. Trust me. Leading the league the whole year, and then all of a sudden the Braves catch you. This dude and I talked yesterday morning at 6.15 in the morning. He was talking trash to me. I'm like, Harry, leave me alone. Well, I did win a bet against Chef Kev for a thousand dollar bottle of wine about the Bears losing to the Giants. Thanks, Chef Kev. So that kind of picked up my spirits. Thousand dollars. Yeah, I uh, he, I found he found myself being a major college football fan this weekend, Max. You know, mm-hmm. rooting rooting against so many teams in the above us. In the you know, I was pulling for Clemson to get egg on their face so bad. You know. Uh, I thought Alabama, no, not Alabama, who was it? Georgia. I thought Georgia. I'm like, yeah, Stetson Bennett, take that. You know, I'm, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. man, they was letting me down left and right. I was just, I was just, oh, those teams in front of me, I was just hoping that they would fall. Just just maybe one or two of them. Yeah. Just maybe one or two. Georgia got close, yeah. Because yeah, I knew what SC was going to do to ASU. I knew they were going to take them to the woodshed. You, you really know. need like a, a Sunday show for the college football games because – by Monday, the NFL is just a bl- – it's hard enough to remember the early games on, on, on there Sunday. There are Sunday shows. But I'm, no, I'm saying for us to talk about it because like oh, it's, hard enough, it's hard enough to remember the early NFL games on mm-hmm. Sunday because then you got the late games and then you got the primetime game, and so that's what's on your mind. Like, can I really think about stuff that's not either the Giants because that's my team or Patrick Mahomes right now? It's hard, <laughs> man. That's the last thing you saw. So – but, you know, there, was, there were other big games, including the Ravens. I actually Raven. was pulling for the Giants to lose, too, just to tell you that. Because hmm. I picked Chicago. Yeah. 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 
Giants, listen, three and one. I'll take it. I know. Listen, I know they're not yeah, a good. Nobody's good, saying good we're Super Bowl contenders. But, but three and one, boy, I'll take it. So Yates shot me. Our producer shot me a humbling text the other day. He's like, Jay, your cow. He's like, your Giants and your Bears stink. I'm like, yeah, but you know what? The Giants look respectable. Well, you know they're five and three. You know why I was so angry. Oh, I, I could tell you were, your response was very angry. It was just a little bit of a comment about the Eagles. I got zapped. No, I got zapped. It's fine. Oh, that, no, no, now no, no, I yeah. understand he, he why. He lost you, some leg of a parlay yes. is what happened. Well, the last so. leg. Not that, just some leg. The leg. The, the only. Leg. The one. The only. But it's fine. What, what, what would you have won? $20 bet. What would you have won, Yates? In totality? Yeah. About 3K. It's cool, though. It's all good. <laughs> We're good. For it was three in the, green the hook for the Packers. Three and the Packers Keys won hook. by three. Oh! oh. <laughs> Thanks, oh. Bailey Zappi. It's all good. It's three Gs on a half point. Man. Ugh. So anyway, yeah, one of the are doing better than the Suns. They lost it at thirty sixers in preseason. They giving we'll, out ten days. We'll yeah, talk be about cool. that later. We can get that rocking right now. <laughs> Listen, there were a lot of big games yesterday. One of them was the Ravens and and the Bills, and uh, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, and early in the game, as usual, whoa, the Ravens look good, and it's a different story in the second half with the offense. So, what is Baltimore's biggest area of concern? Here is Lamar Jackson, who until. You know, Patrick Mahomes took his rightful place on top of the universe again. Was the, I thought, clearly the front runner for MVP. Here's Lamar Jackson, still very early, on at the Ravens postgame presser on the whole thing where they're blowing leads. Week four, you know, we've been in this situation before. We lost to the Browns in 2019. We got blew it up by the Browns in 2019. And we started the season the same way, so... I'm not peeking too soon, but I'm not, I'm not looking at it like we having a disappointing season. God's just getting back healthy, and I feel like we're going we're gonna to hit our peak at the right time. It's funny because as we're, as we're listening to this, Key, you see Lamar Jackson make a kind of Patrick Mahomes play with a little, little toss, you know, a little shuffle, not shovel pass, but something like that. He's, uh, he's had an incredible season so far, and if he hits that touchdown when they go for it on fourth and two with 4.15 left, Oh, my God, Lamar Jackson's on top of the world. But that didn't happen. And as we all know, when teams lose, we start to ask, what's wrong? Or at least what's the biggest area of concern for the Ravens? What's yours, Key? I think they got to finish out and close games out. This is a perfect example. This is a decision that Harbaugh made. And Harbaugh's made some of these decisions in the past based on late game uh, situations where he's going to do something different than what most people think. I'm going to go for two rather than kick a field goal and tie it up. I want to go and win the game. So some of those decisions have cost him some games. I don't, in fact, I don't think he's ever won any of the late-game decisions where he's made controversial calls in the end. Um, but he's still a hell of a football coach. They've got to just close it out and not let people back in. They were up 17 points going into you know in the second quarter. That's you know It's a lot of football still left in it, but for whatever reason – they just didn't finish as strong as you would have liked them to. And Lamar didn't play a bad game. He didn't play Lamar Jackson Monday night football type game. He just he was okay. You know, he was okay. His his statistics certainly doesn't support big numbers or anything like that. That one interception late in the game was a costly one. That's how, you know, that's what wind up costing him the game. Well, Jay, I think I think Harbaugh's a great coach. In fact, I think he's an underrated coach because we all talk Tomlin all the time. But Harbaugh's basically – he competes every year. Week. The reason that's a tough division is those two coaches, to me, more than anything else. But the fact of the matter is, when Key talks about they need to close games, their offense, the defense has an answer for them in the second half, 
and the offense doesn't seem to be able to adjust. Isn't that on the coach? Yeah, but I, the, the thing I like about Lamar Jackson in that press conference is he was the eye of the storm. You know what I'm saying? The eye of the storm is the, is the calmest piece of the storm. So when your quarterback exudes that type of confidence and you recognize you have a lot of pivotal pieces that are working their way back in, like Dobbins we talked about earlier in the first hour, yeah. it, it makes you think, should we be 4-0? Yes, there's a lot of meat left on this bone, though. And for us, it's not about where we are at the beginning of the season. While everybody turns into this MVP race, everybody turns into all these questions about the Ravens. Look, it is concerning that that they've blown two 17-point leads. I get that. But once again, where do you think this? Where do you project this team to be in a month from now if they stay on this trajectory? It's going to be pretty good. Yeah, it's tough, Key, because so Jay mentioned it. 17 points they're beating the Bills by, but in Week Two they had a 21-point lead against the Dolphins, and they lose both games, right? They should be undefeated. If you have a 17- and a 21-point lead at, like, the half. Their defense in the Dolphins game, though, that, that yeah. was what was concerning. For sure, and, the they're thin like in the second, in and they're thin in the secondary, it's true. Um, but the offense in this game, and in other games, it's, it's not as dynamic in the second half as it is in the first. They're still, it's still closing people out, though. Whether you're up by 21 in the fourth quarter against the Miami Dolphins, you got to close them out. You know, you're up by 17 points and going into the half of the second quarter, so to speak, you allow Buffalo to get life. Then you have an opportunity at the end of the game to close them out. You have to close them out. And that's just not something on the offense or the defensive side of the ball that the Baltimore Ravens are doing right now. Now, look, it's four games in. They're two and two. Okay, the, the, the sky isn't falling. They'll be okay. You know, this division is this division is going to be tough. Cincinnati is two and two. Okay. Cleveland is is two and two. It's it's a log jam. And when you look at it, those other two teams are gonna get better as well. You know what so, the difference between Cincinnati and Baltimore is though? Like Cincinnati could either be four and or oh and four. Right? Like or 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 four and or you know, one and three. But Baltimore really couldn't be 0 and four. They could either be four and oh or two, two and two. two. They look so far Better than Cincinnati, not to me, not as a complete team, top to bottom, but at quarterback. I don't, I don't think, I don't think they look better than Cincinnati as of right now. They did the first two weeks of the season. Well, not no, I the mean, last. I don't mean weeks. as a complete team. I don't mean no, roster just, one through. I'm, I'm just saying in general, though. If 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 I took these last two weeks of Cincinnati and took the Baltimore Ravens, I think it's for the most part it's a toss up. But the, but the Ravens were putting it on the Buffalo Bills. You're not supposed to be able to put it on the Bills like they were doing early in that yeah, game. Yeah, Buffalo, Buffalo, you, Buffalo has a tendency to allow people to do some things to them uh, that also they probably the aren't happy about at the same time. They came back and they held their ground. This isn't the Buffalo Bills that we saw against the Tennessee Titans in Buffalo, and everybody was watching, so it became a wow factor. So, so we discussed it a little earlier. But I'm going to ask it again. Should the Cowboys stick with Cooper Rush against the Rams week five, even if Dak is ready to go? Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. The Max ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. We're on... ESPN app. It is time for the no huddle here on KJM. You ready, gentlemen? Let's get it. All right, let's start. Packers escaped the Patriots in overtime on Mason Crosby's game-winning field goal. Aaron Rodgers threw two second-half touchdown passes, led an overtime drive that resulted in Mason Crosby's 31-yard field goal as time expired. Bailey Zappi, a 2022 fourth-round pick from Western Kentucky, played the majority of the game after Brian Hoyer left with a head injury. After the Green Bay Packers overtime win versus the Patriots, Aaron Rodgers explains why the Packers have to play better in all three phases of the game. This way of winning, I don't think it's sustainable because it's just puts too much pressure on our defense. And, and uh, obviously I got to play better and will play better. But the second half is, is our kind of football where we're mixing it up, we're throwing the ball outside the numbers. Obviously we ran the ball, controlled line scrimmage really well, but we got to play better in all three phases. All right. Oh, How correctable catch. are the Packers' problems on offense? Key will Green Bay's issues haunt them throughout the season? No, I don't think so. I think they continue to get better offensively. They can run the football. They certainly can throw it. We've seen them be able to pick up certain yardage in situations where you're like, okay, they're done here. The one thing that I would say, the young receivers have to continue to just keep getting better. Romeo Dobbs played amazing last night, except the one drop that would have ended it in overtime. It got it slipped out of the breadbasket. He'll learn from those mistakes. Aaron Rodgers continually went back to him. I like where Green Bay is at right now, but Aaron Rodgers is right. You don't want to put this pressure on the defense. Yeah, I love what Aaron Rodgers said post game. He's like, you know, you don't want to come in the field and lose to a third string, a third string quarterback. Just straight up. I mean, Zappy, whatever you want to say about him, that's the reality. That's the facts. And big shout out to Rashawn Gary. I mean, I've heard a lot this preseason from guys like Key, Harry Douglas, uh, Damian Woody about the Packers defense. Rashawn Gary yesterday, two sacks. He's had five sacks for the season already. They're playing at a high level. 
Hey, Dobbs, d- d- don't drop passes when I have you in fantasy. That's all. Hey, all right. man, watch out, man. Leave young Dobbs alone, man. Not when I take him in fantasy. The price was right, too. All right. Derrick Henry reigns King Henry as the Titans hold off the Colts for a 24-17 win. Rushed for a season-high 114 yards and a TD. Jonathan Taylor, the 2021 NFL rushing leader, was Henry got hurt, finished with 42 yards on 20 carries. That's 2.1 yards per attempt. That's not very good. And he was consistently hit in the backfield. That's so much about his offensive line because of the line. Here's Frank Reich, Colts head coach at the postgame presser. Uh, tough loss. Um, hats off to the Titans that came in, played a good game, well coached. And, uh, you know, it's hard to win a game when you lose the turnover battle the way we did and started the way we did, put ourselves behind the hole, and uh, just, just not good enough. I'm proud of how we fought back, gave ourselves a chance at the end. But at the end of the day, um, not good enough. So we got to put this behind us. As, uh, as Key said earlier, Colts can't get Reich. Is the, game, is the running game broken, Key? Is, is time running out for Frank Reich and the Colts? You know, I think, I think people start to take notice on the time potentially could be running out for my former teammate, Frank Reich. I, th- I think when you look at this, though, the Colts have got to get off to a faster start. In their games that they've lost this year, all they're doing, they're playing catch-up in, in their spotting teams, and they don't have the luxury to play catch-up. They've got to do a bit, much better job of scoring early. The defense this year is not playing the way that they have in the past. There's a lot of things that's going wrong in Indianapolis right now, and I've, I've I I pray for my guy, Frank Reich, that things turn around, and they turn around very fast. We're going to prayer already. Look, man, I mean, it was after week two that I said I thought Frank Wright was on the hot seat when they got blitzed by the Jags. I know the Jags are a better team, but like I've said, the whole narrative that you hear in Indy the entire offseason was that this team was one quarterback away. Like, all right, Frank Wright chose Carson Wentz to be that guy. We saw who Carson Wentz was. We still see who he is in the commander uniform. And Matt Ryan was supposed to be that guy. And but granted, you have a little bit of an uptick when you beat the Chiefs. But then when you turn around around with another poor performance again, like this is where we're at with the Colts. Look, nine times out of ten, if you don't draft and develop a guy, it, you, you take it's a crapshoot, right? Oh, I think I can work with this guy, that guy. Read the, well, the odds are against it. The reason the dude's available is because the odds are against. Yeah, they him need to draft a quarterback. They need to figure out and just draft a quarterback and stop playing games. Right. Just, mm-hmm. just, just take a young whatever mortgage off the future. Whatever you got to do, just do it and draft a young quarterback. And then be done with all the nonsense. And be done with all the nonsense. Yeah. So we can win now and all. Don't worry about that. Just develop a guy. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Guys, the Vikings, we're playing no huddle. The Vikings are on our third down. The Vikings hang on for a 28-25 win over the Saints in London. Justin Jefferson scored a touchdown and beat Marshawn Lattimore on a 39-yard reception to set up Joseph's 47-yard field goal with 24 seconds left. At 3-1, the Vikings under Kevin O'Connell are off to their best start since going 4-0 in 2016. Now, keep in mind, they were playing a Saints team without the quarterback, Jameis Winston, the best wideout, Michael Thomas, and the star running back, Alvin Kamara. So, so here's Andy Dalton, the Saints' backup quarterback, uh, at the post-game presser on his performance. You know, it felt good. It felt like I operated the offense really well, and I felt like we played well. And I think at the end of the day, the two turnovers decided the factor in this game. All right. What does this win over a depleted Saints squad 
By the way, Jay, did they did they cover? Did you bet the the, the money line or did you? Because I know I think you it was two and a half. I think it was uh, Vikings two and a half. So you made money. Yeah. All right. What does it say about the Vikings? This this bear this squeaker over a team without their without any of their stars basically. What do you think, Jay? Oh, I'm going to start with you. <laughs> okay. I, <think laughs> I was going to start you, with. I didn't know you. Were, well, you had money on the game. You were like, I mean, look, I, I thought there were a ton of drop passes. A ton of drop passes yesterday. I, I think that game deserved to be so close. But, like, I, I came away just saying, okay, I know the Vikings are better, but th- this, is a, this is a game they should have won multiple times. It should have came down to a Lutz field goal kick that bounced off the crossbar twice that, you know, in order to tie the ball game moving forward. It's a win, but it doesn't give me the most confidence in the Vikings moving forward. Key, you flew six generations of your family out to, uh, out to London to watch the game, and then your nephew didn't play in the game, and the Vikings squeak by they they squeak by without Jameis without Michael Thomas without Alvin Kamara what do you think yeah I, I, I look going into this game I thought Minnesota would win the football game based on Alvin Kamara not being there Michael Thomas Jameis Winston a lot of firepower out of that offensive side of the ball but Andy Dalton did a pretty good job at keeping things together they had an opportunity at the end of the game to kick a 61 yard field goal and win it the Minnesota Vikings to me are not a good football team. And I think I said this at the beginning of the year. When, when they're a good team, but they're not a team that I'm afraid of. At the beginning of the year, they beat the Green Bay Packers, and people felt like, oh, my God, Green Bay's down, Minnesota's rolling. Look at them against the, the, look at them against the New Orleans Saints, although it was over across the pond over in London, but watch them against the Philadelphia Eagles, and you say to yourself, something's missing. I know it's a first-time head coach, and there's Kirk Cousins that's there and Dalvin Cook and Jefferson and the rest of the crew. But at the end of the day, I think Minnesota will be one of those teams in the NFC fighting for a playoff spot in that 6-7 seat. Yeah, guys, Kirk Cousins is an overrated quarterback. He's become overrated again. They, people put him ahead of so many guys that he's just not better than. If he was a real good quarterback, the Vikings would be a better team all these Let's just be honest about They're it. They're good. The dude had him hey. in the NFC championship game, I, I think, twice. Since he, he's been in Minnesota? Here's the big question. Did the Johnsons get to at least see the sites go to Buckingham Palace and all that stuff? Say, man, I don't need everybody knowing what's going on <laughs> over there. <laughs> Actually, they did. They went. They What did they say? They went on. They went in the tunnel or something. I don't. Man, I'm, they went underground or something yesterday. Coming, coming from the game. Oh. So they're, they're doing all of the site touring and thing. The one great thing about them being on vacation in the middle of school they're on vacation in the middle of school. Oh, yeah, 100%. I don't care where you sent me when I was a kid. <laughs> I don't Get me to out of school. school. All right. Cooper Rush, we're up to our fourth down here, guys, and we're going to go for it. Hopefully not like the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Cooper Rush wins again as the Cowboys beat the Commanders 25-10. to 10. Cooper Rush completed 15 of 27 passes for 223 yards, two TDs on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Guys, and the big number there, no turnovers. No turn. What does Key always say about how he wants the quarterback to play? I kind of like Cooper Rush. He's now 3-0 and as the Cowboys starter this season. Here he is on his defense helping the offense. Yeah, they're the reason we're winning. I mean, it's just plain and simple. Those guys, I mean, 10 points in the NFL is pretty impressive. And we gave them, I mean, they had, I think uh, they had really good field position all day. Um, and our defense just kept them out of the end zone, kept getting off the field. Um, as an offense, knowing that they have your back like that it's huge it's one of their messages is we have everyone's back and key you mentioned hey look don't turn the ball over and then the defense plays like that you should win but whatever it is they're winning so should they stick with cooper rush against the rams in week five no they shouldn't stick with cooper rush if 
if Dak Prescott is healthy and ready to go, what they should do is stick to the Cooper Rush game plan. Okay, whatever that game plan is, put that game plan book together when the when the team walks in on on Wednesday, whether you're using a laptop or you got the old school three ring binder, I want Cooper Rush game plan LA Rams. I need my quarterback to be 15 or 27, 200 and something yards in the, in the air, another 30 on the ground, two touchdowns and no turnovers and I need my defense to play to have a chance. And that guy should be Dak Prescott. If they can duplicate what they've done with Cooper Rush in these three games with Dak Prescott, the Cowboys going to the Super Bowl. Mark this down, and I'm not saying it. I'm, this isn't Michael Irvin up here talking. I'm just telling you, that recipe is portable. Well, first Period. of all, I could tell it's not Michael Irvin. You're not sweating. That's the first thing. Michael Irvin's up there <laughs> preaching and sweating. <laughs> I mean, I try to get Dak Prescott back to play as soon as possible. But there is something that just wants me to – let the dice roll and, and, and see how see how Cooper Rush does, at least in the opening quarter of the game. Just like the guy has won multiple games in a row. He's played at a pretty decent level. It hasn't been like a world beater, but still the team seems to operate the right way. I still know that the ceiling is higher to reach with Dak Prescott more than it is with Cooper Rush, but I still let it roll for a little bit. He's played yeah, 75, yeah, more than well, 75% of the season, right? You know what? He's forced it's rolled long QBR. enough, Jay. If he's ready to play, he needs <laughs> to get back in. You can't keep messing around with Cooper Rush. I hear, I hear you. Here's the bottom line, guys. It's the Rams, right? Not an easy game. And then it's the Eagles. I'm letting Cooper – I'm riding the hot hand, man. Come on. You're at the craps table. You're, you know, you're making money. Don't change a thing. Keep rolling. And, and my point is this. You go against the Rams with Cooper Rush. If he loses, boom, easy. You put Dak back in. If he wins. His first game back versus the Eagles? Uh, nope. If he wins, I'm staying with Cooper Rush, and that gets you by the Eagles, win or lose. And now if you lose, you put Dak back in. It's good. Everyone feels good. And if you win, I'm not taking the quarterback out who's not losing, period. The not game doing plan, it. man. It's the game plan. But it could, you, you, key, it could all be you the, need him to do is do what Cooper Rush is doing. And if he can do what Cooper Rush is doing, you put him back in with right. that with that solid. Soon as they lose, sound game plan. Soon as they lose, Key, come on, Key. What's the keep it ninety at least, not a hundred. You need wiggle room, but <laughs> keep it ninety. If you're running the team and you're not losing, you're not switching the quarterback. But the right problem now. is the problem that I have is it, it's not that simple. I just gave a guy a bunch of money, so it's hard to just say, all right, this isn't Tom Brady, Drew Bledsoe. Tom Brady, Drew Bledsoe was different. Drew Bledsoe wasn't making $150 million of guaranteed money, 40 some million dollars a year. You always follow the money. That's just the way this business is. Is Cooper Rush, you know, you say, well, does Cooper Rush give them the best? <laughs> I just had an allergic reaction just, to that take. Does Cooper twice, Rush had an allergic, give them the right, best chance right to win? Right in the, no, no, I, but I, I turned my head, are, I don't understand. You, you, you act like you don't know that Max is nasty. <laughs> How would Dan Orlovsky handle the quarterback situation? How would Dan handle it? Dan Orlovsky, I have a problem with names. Obviously. But listen, I just said Orlovsky fine. Yeah, but if I I read your name, if we didn't work together and I read your name, I bet you I would butcher it. Everyone does. It's it's not an easy – it's a terrible last name. Is it? Why? It ain't Williams. (laughs) Well, very common name here. So – Dan, if you're the Cowboys here on Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN we Radio, go. if you're the Cowboys, <laughs> and you're winning with Cooper Rush, by the way, he's fourth in the league in QBR. He's not it's turning the ball over. They got a defense. Max, are you, long, what are you building a case for here? How long are you staying with Cooper Rush? 
until Dak Prescott's 100% healthy. Me staying with Cooper, Cooper Rush has nothing to do with Cooper Rush. He's playing good football. Dak Prescott becoming their starter again has everything to do with where's your health? If you feel like you can grip and rip the football and then you feel like and you get cleared, you're good. Now, I will say this. Cooper Rush's pocket movement has absolutely impacted this offense. His subtlety, the nuance, the ability to see the rush and climb, the ability to not throw the football when he doesn't want to and just have a little bit of a movement to help this offensive line, not pull the trigger into coverage, to dump the ball off. Um, I think that is something that Dak Prescott can sit there, look at, and go, you know what? Maybe that's something that I could get a little bit better at. Deep third, you see the corner at the bottom of the screen, take advantage of the soft zone. He's got his eyes down. He now has to move from pressure but also move the defender. It happens all together, the, sh- the shuffle and the eye movement. I believe that that's something that Dak can sit there and go, all right, i got to make sure that I'm doing more of that to help our offense in totality. But this is not a quarterback competition um, I know we'll try to make it out to be that, but um, when Dak's healthy, he's their starter. Yeah, when he's healthy, he's their starter, and I'm taking the Cooper Rush game plan, and I'm implementing that mm-hmm. into the Dak Prescott mm-hmm. situation, which everything that Dan just said about climbing and sliding and shuffling his feet, that's all part of the game plan because if the game plan is such where you're only getting five-step drops with a quick hitch and letting it go or sprints and things of that nature – do that with Dak Prescott. I'm not asking Dak to throw because I'm not asking Cooper Rush to throw it 40. I don't need Dak to throw it 40. I need him to be 16 to 27, right. 250 and two touchdowns, no turnovers, and let my defensive running game do the rest. Right, and they'll win. So, so here, here's my take on the whole, whole overall situation for Dallas. Number one, there is not a play in the NFL I trust more than the Cowboys' defense on a passing situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it's the most trusted play in the NFL right now. All right, so when we look at the situation of Cooper Rush and Dak Prescott, this is it. I'm playing Dak Prescott because Cooper Rush has never been stressed to carry the offense in any moment this season. Now, he's had fourth-quarter comebacks, but there's no stress of, hey, man, our our defense, Micah Parsons is out, and Trayvon Diggs rolled his ankle. They're going to score 40 on us. So you got to go score 41 type of thing. He's right. You transfer the game plan or – I always say this. There's a difference between philosophy and identity. The identity of the Dallas Cowboys is not changing of who the quarterback is, nor should the philosophy. The philosophy is what they've been doing. Play great defense, put two tight ends in the field, run the football, ask the quarterback to be um, an execution-based quarterback. The difference between the two quarterbacks is this. Does anyone in the world think that Cooper Rush can go score 21 in the fourth quarter? He doesn't need to. He doesn't no. turn the ball over. Okay, but I believe Dak can. That's the difference. The ceiling okay? is higher for Dak. Correct. Da- Dak can go do things that Cooper cannot. Cooper's played very good football, but the reason yeah. why you don't sit there and go, well, we'll just keep Cooper Rush, it has nothing to do with the contract. It has to do with the reality that well, Dak yeah. can just do it. No, no, because Tony was getting way more money when, when Dak took over his job. No, but but when Dak took over, remember Tony was at the end, though. Uh, he didn't have um, a lot of money left. Dan, he was at, it was just like, it was almost like a Bledsoe situation. He was at the end of it. But look, only reason why I say the money has something to do with it is because it's a lot of money, and that's not going to be the deciding, determining factor is health is. L- listen. Wait, wait, right. well, let me ask you this. What's wrong with this, Okay. You're going to start Dak eventually. Know why? Because eventually Cooper Rush is going to lose. 
But I wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't touch whatever magic they got right now, not turning the ball over, playing good defense, until they do lose. Then you can make your change. Why would you not want to ride the hot hand until you lose? And by the way, if your worry right, is so that I, they'll never lose, that's a terrible reason to switch not I, I think. I think for us to sit here and say ride the hot hand is a little bit of an extreme. Eight, kind of, in the don't say in for us to sit here. Fourth you in mean the for Max to sit extreme categorizer. Fourth cat- in the league in QBR. Okay, so I'm I'm trying to pull up their schedule Sample right now. They, they got they got the Rams. They got the Rams in Philly the next two games. That's the most important so stretch. Exactly. They sure. they scored 25 yesterday, and and that was because the Washington's offense is. And Dreadful. they kicked a bunch Difficult. of field goals. Exactly. Right. So they, and they the scored, defense was prolific They once scored again. 25. I think they scored 19 last week. They scored 20 the week before. Mm-hmm. So that, let's not sit here and say this is a magic formula of, oh, my gosh, Kurt Warner became the starting quarterback for the Rams, and it's the greatest show on turf. No, no. But what about when Bulger became the starting quarterback for the Rams and reeled off eight in a row? Warner never got his job back. No, Max, no one is debating that Cooper Rush has done a nice job. So the why mess with is, it? Dan, You're not messing with Dan, anything. Dan, if you pay Dak Prescott $40 million and he can't perform to the basic level the same way Cooper Rush, my, my goodness, you got way Dan, bigger Dan, issues. Dan, do me a favor. This is called Max 101. Just let it go. Because <laughs> if you don't let it go, we'll stay on this topic. The, the, the six minutes that we have you, buddy. People get to know you. Please. They've scored so 25, they've right. scored 25, 23, and 20. He says, cheese, he says Dan. they can go to the Super Bowl. Um, if they play this kind of football with Dak and they get a first round bye, what do you think? Uh, no, I, I, I'm not. You don't there. think that, you don't think the offense can get up to like a marginal so, so, level so, combined with that great defense? So let me say this, Dan. Mm, no, mm. I say they can go to the Super Bowl with this style, and here's why: What do they have that a lot of people don't have that people wish they had? Is they have defense. And when you look at the Super Bowl winners, and I'm just taking the last two Super Bowl winners. I don't want to go into the history of winning the Super Bowl and getting to the Super Bowl. They have a defense. Tampa Bay Buccaneers had a defense. I know you want to give all the credit to the quarterback in Tom Brady. He did exactly what I'm saying. He was pedestrian in the Super Bowl. He hit when he needed to, but Keith, the defense was lights he out. Threw, he threw 50 touchdowns that season. So no, no, I get I understand. I'm not talking about the regular season, though. I'm talking about winning in the regular season and getting into the playoffs, having the bye, and winning the championship. I don't care about the regular season statistics because you're only playing three games. All right, so I, I – Listen, Dallas's defense, I came on, I said, no play I trust more than a passing situation from them. The difference is they can't go punch for punch with Philadelphia's offense, and right now they can't go punch for punch with Green Bay's offense. Right. That would be still the pause I have. Certainly they can't go punch for punch with Philadelphia now that they got rid of Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts has the job. That's, that's old history between Dan Orlovsky and me. I like to – you know. Dan doesn't even mention Carson. <laughs> Not in that argument. Dan, Dan doesn't even Bring mention Carson Wentz's name these no. days. He doesn't even remember he exists. <laughs> uh, who? What guy? No, I don't remember that guy. That is Dan Orlovsky, ladies and gentlemen. Out to it, Key. I so, so you know, Dan, I'm not here. participating in that. Just for our friendship. Yeah, you're I'm you're not. a decent human being. Yes, you know? thank you. As opposed to me, I can't wait for the Mets to win their opening series and hammer the Dodgers in two weeks. I hope that happens. Well, if it does, so it does. We got enough. You should be rings I'm already. I came in here with a great mood. They didn't do anything to you. It was me. What are you taking out on them for? I came here with a great mood, and you put me in a bad mood. And, I'm and you not took even it like out a, on them. I'm not even like a Dak lover, and you put me in a bad mood, and then Keyshawn chirping off. Man, I'll see you Wednesday. Yeah. Hey, am I reading this right? Did Geno Smith 
Is got he his outplaying? Name right. I told you. you. Got his name right. Gino Smith? Oh, jeez. Gino Smith oh, outplaying out. Russell Wilson this <laughs> season. Oh, guy's this Smith. guy, man. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80 and the ESPN app. Key? Yo, what up, Kraken? Tried to tell you earlier in the season, Geno Smith could do everything Russell Wilson could do. You wouldn't yeah, listen to me. that's what you tried to tell me. You wouldn't listen to me. Or maybe you told me. Let's not. Who cares who told who? The point is me, that was discussed I just, I on this care, show. I care because I want the credit. I want the credit. We're a team, I damn want it. the credit. Nope, not in this situation. Jay, I'm stop separate. trying to divide Key and me. This is between you two. Not See what me. you're doing? Um, you're pitting one against well, the other. Not, Are we it's saying not that Geno Smith is better than Russell Wilson? It's not, it's not just Max. It's individuals, when I said it in general, said, man, this is why this dude shouldn't be on TV or on radio or anything. He doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Okay, well, I mean, you say what you say. All I'm saying is when you... When you look at it, football, as I think I have, trained eyes, I think I played the game as a cop-out, as an athlete, and you don't know anything, Max, because you never played. Me too. Me too. Is When I look at the <laughs> 10 games, the 10 years that Russell Wilson was there, and I look at at least six of them, that the defense was dominant and they ran the football and they won and went to a couple Super Bowls. And I look at the last four when Russ was cooking, and then I – I get into Pete Carroll's mind and I say, you know what? They think that Geno Smith can do the same things that he did, that, that Russell Wilson did his first six years in Seattle. And now you look at it, this is what they're doing. Well, actually, now it's a little unfair to Russell Wilson because he's in a new spot. You know, got to get used to a new team with a rookie head coach and a rookie OC who are so far looking out of their depth. However, through four games, RG3 tweeted this out. Through four games, Russell Wilson versus Geno Smith. Ready for this? Geno Smith is 
77.3% completion. Completion percentage. Yeah. And, and, and Russell Wilson, 61.1. So Geno Smith is completing 16% more of his passes, or he's 16 percentage points ahead of Russell Wilson. Yards, Geno Smith, 1,037, Russell Wilson, 980. Touchdown to interception, 6-2, to 4-1, to one, and they both have 2-2 two and two records. It's the same thing, give or take. It's the same thing. But that's the whole point, Max, is, is when you are Pete Carroll and you're looking at how you won big, you won big doing this. So why would I pay somebody $200 million to do this when I know I could pay a guy, whatever the number is he's making, to do the same damn thing? Mm-hmm. And he's fresher legs, hadn't played a whole lot, where Russell Wilson doesn't look like Russell Wilson anymore with the legs. He just doesn't. Anybody that's watching football will tell you that. By the way, Geno Smith, highest rec- highest completion percentage, just set the record through four games in NFL history with a minimum of 125 attempts. So I get Geno Smith's been playing really well thus far, right? But is it – I mean – Is he outplaying oh, Russell Wilson? That's far. Yeah, yeah that's far. But are we really going to say it's the same thing? I mean, through just four games. I mean, don't we need to see an entire season? Sure. Like to say it's really the same thing? Well, it's I the mean, same thing as far as Russell Wilson's a starter in a new situation in Denver, and Geno Smith is a starter in a new situation I know, in it, Seattle. I know, Jay, I, you're right. I, but, but it didn't it wasn't that way last year, Key, or the year before for Geno. I mean, there's there's a whole history he here. he backed up Russell Wilson. He didn't get an opportunity well, to I mean, now. But Key, he played with the Giants. He played with the Jets. Yeah, I mean, there's he put, there's other. Jay, is this fair to I say? I know it's circumstantial, due to, depending upon who you play for. I get it, but it's also about expectations, man. So like, I get what it's like when there are zero expectations. But when you become that guy, then I want to see how he would, handles. Would that. you say this is fair to say? Because I think it is. Key thought it's going to be the same thing. Through four games so far, the, you're right. Long way to go. But the early returns are in, and so far it looks like it is the same thing. So far it looks like the same thing. I mean, it's the same thing. It's, it's the, I'm, I'm, it's but, the but Jay's same. point key is there's a long my, my way thing, to go. And my thing is also let's see now that the sample size has gotten a little bit bigger, how defenses then pivot on what your strengths are. Let's see how that but There's happens. a reason Geno Smith, it seems to me, Key, has mm-hmm. not stuck as a starter in the league, right? And Russell Wilson did for well, a long only, time. He's only been a starter with the Jets, and that's it. He never was a starter. It was all about Eli Manning and the, when he went to the New York Giants. It was never for him to be a starter. Then he goes to Seattle as a backer. He never got a second opportunity to become a starter. A lot of quarterbacks in this league, they get second opportunities. This is his first second opportunity as a starter. Keith, it's not taking anything away from Russell Wilson. What you must understand, a coach has a certain philosophy. And his philosophy with Geno Smith, he says himself, we won doing this. Why would I pay Russell Wilson? Because he would have to pay Russell Wilson $200 million. Why would I pay $200 million if I can get the same thing I'm looking for out of Geno Smith for us in Seattle? But Keith, Whatever Denver decides to do, let Denver do 100%. It. I, I get that point. I think, Jay, and you correct me if I'm wrong, th- th- but there's another point here, which is in a, in a fairly long career so far, Geno has not stuck as a starter. Your contention seems to be, given the right situation, he can. And he could do very well. But he's only had the opportunity to be a starter one time. I get it. I get it. But usually reclamation projects don't work. Like, for example, you were high on Mitch Trubisky. Didn't work. Right? Yeah, but he's whatever. He's, okay, he's, but there are a couple bum. guys like that. <laughs> you might wind up saying that about Geno Smith. Seems it to happens. me to be Jay's point. Like, he's whatever. It, in other words, the larger the and sample size, be, the more they get exposed. That, that may be the case. But in four weeks. So far, so good. He hasn't shown me anything 
looked like Mitchell Trubisky. Agreed. Okay, Mitchell Trubisky yeah, but, showed us in week two that he wasn't going to probably be the long-term starter. But, Key, literally in week three, we talked about Geno Smith and that duck that he laid against the 49ers. Oh, there we go. And so I'm just saying, it's a ride. So I'm not getting too high. So far, I'm so good on the ride, low. though. So it, far, it, the it, ride it, feels I, the same. I agree with all that. I'm, ro- I'm rolling with Geno Smith until somebody tell me something different. Hey, how long should the Giants ride Saquon Barkley, or should they trade him now? Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Listen to Keyshawn J. Willemax live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.